Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Let's do a little booze news. You set them up and I'll knock them back, Lloyd. One by one. We are going to read booze news because it's really fun. What's it in your lips? It's so good. To present booze news, booze news. Time for booze news. World Cup sponsor Budweiser has come up with a solution to shift that gigantic amount of Budweiser stock all those aluminum cans uh, wound up in an empty warehouse in Qatar because they are not allowed to be served anymore they said that to Budweiser like the very last minute before the tournament started yeah look you guys aren't serving your product in here we're a Muslim country we obey the rules of uh, you know that's there's certain restrictions that Muslims have on that apparently you're not allowed to be a homosexual either but alcohol is just as bad didn't they you know, know they, that Qatar was going to be hosting this for like years in advance? Well, yeah, I don't know if it was. I think it was FIFA did the deal with InBev, which owns Budweiser, and yeah, they got a huge problem on their hands um, in terms of you know a lot of cash being exchanged. Right, here. Budweiser and paid so, a lot of money to yeah. be the official beer sponsor, <laughs> and everything was kosher until a couple of days ago, and they said uh, we're only serving Bud Zero. The out the non-alcoholic version of Budweiser to our fans in soccer, and I just love how like a ton of people are outraged at this, but they have no concept of the human rights violations that go on in that country. But boy, you stop serving beer at the World Cup games, then that's the issue. You know, but let's just say you're somebody that's just a soccer fan. You don't know much about world policy, okay? But the World Cup is a huge deal, right? It's the sporting event around the world and you're excited you finally buy tickets you're going to go watch your team let's say you live in germany you're going to get to qatar <laughs> and they're going to tell you you can't drink what are you saying about the germans <laughs> they enjoy a beverage from time to time that's a good point so the question is what are they going to do with all those warehouses full of budweiser stacked to the roof uh, because they can't serve it in the stadium and the answer is the world cup and FIFA have said they're going, or I'm sorry, Budweiser basically said they're giving the beer to the winner of the World Cup and to that country. So the country that wins the World Cup, you get the beer. Okay, I like that. Now, what happens if Qatar wins? <laughs> Do they have a team? <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen, right? But let's just say a country wins that has the same beliefs. Now Budweiser's back point. at the drawing board here. Can we just call dibs? Is it like the school? You know, we called it. We get it. I'll take that. I haven't had I, some kings in a while. Budweiser kings. I haven't had that. King of the beers. That was what I first started drinking when I first started drinking beer. Like when I was probably around 17 or 18 I years drink. old. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, that, that late, huh? <laughs> um, one of the worst I've ever been was when I went down to IU to visit my buddies down there. It was like... Uh, uh, you know, uh, sports, Kilroy sports down there. And I, I mean, I drank a 12 pack of Budweiser mm. before I hit the bars. You just been before you, know, you went out. Yeah. Before I went a 12 out. pack of Bud was your pre party. Yeah. And man, I, I literally, I couldn't, when all was said and done, I literally couldn't physically sit in a chair. 
I was sliding out of the chair, falling on the floor, Hammer. Got what it. I, saying. I thought you meant that, that was... you know you crapped your pants or something. <laughs> that may well vary. Because very its well nickname happened. sometimes is Butt Wiper. <laughs> What's it? Butt Wiper? <laughs> We've all been there. I've never heard that. You've never heard it called I've Butt never Wiper heard before? Butt Wiper. Yes. <laughs> like, let's say you have yeah. some leftover pizza, some some kings. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. you have an appointment for oh. one in the John. <laughs> uh, first time you ever drank beer. When was it? Oh, my buddy uh, Jimmy, uh, my best friend from high school, Jimmy Jimmy D. Jimmy Devlin. I uh, went to visit him at Purdue uh, after, uh, like, when I was like. 19 or 20. I didn't, yeah, when I was 18, no, I, I didn't touch the stuff until I was probably 20, 21. And I remember I got so hungover. No, I got so sick. Like we started drinking screwdrivers after beer. Oh. And I, you know, this, beer this, before tastes, liquor. this, this, this tastes great. This, this is great. This is good stuff. And he was roommates with some older dudes, like some undergrads that were like, you know, getting there, uh, you know, in this house. And I was, th- I remember throwing up in the sink, but I was also moaning. And I was like, oh, Jimmy, I need you. Oh, dude. Oh. And I was kind of making, I was either puking or having an intimate experience, one or the other. Right. He's like, he came down. He's like, dude, shut up. My roommates can hear you. They're wondering what the F is going on. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, You're God. a dude. Act like it yeah, for exactly. five seconds. <laughs> uh, and this has been story time with yep. Uncle Nige here on the Hammer and Nige. Nigel show. Uh, coming up next, we got a loaded hour. We've got Don Fisher, we got Tony Katz, and the Murder Sheet podcast folks. They'll join us next.